mystery bard has got a cold. He's gonna eat soup and drink tea. He's gonna take it easy. He's gonna blow his nose. He's gonna sing for you and go to sleep and dream of great big elephants and dream of golden sunsets and dream of snow-capped mountains. He will see you in his dream. Hey everybody! Just a heads up. Tonight's episode is uh, recorded on location in the woods, so there's some ambient noises and there's some walking, uh, clicking noises and things. So if that kind of stuff bothers you, you might want to uh, skip the episode. But it's uh, it's a cool episode. Just 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 a, like a, you know, it wasn't filmed, wasn't recorded in the studio. So I just wanted to give you a heads up. Oh, and by studio, I mean the my climbing closet with my raincoat and uh, suit. I've never that's never been. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, pack your playlists, fasten your sleep belts, and set your sleep timers for sixty minutes or less because it's the podcaster that persona gives in talks to raincoats. It's time for sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And here's what I need you to remember tomorrow. Whether you need to pause the podcast and write it down, say, hey, Siri, hey, Alexa, remind me tomorrow at 10 a.m., or text yourself, uh, join a 3500 club. Or well, tomorrow, the other thing that's going to work is when you put on your shoes, you're going to suddenly realize you're putting on green clown shoes. And on each giant shoe is 3500 and here's why I need you to remember. First, I need you to know how thankful and grateful I am. I just got this overwhelming response from last week's uh, like a request for help and trying to figure out how to get people to remember these things they call calls to action, you know, to follow up with the sponsors or support the Patreon. And I heard from so many people so many good ideas. And it left me feeling both humbled but also confident that we could figure figure all this out. And just heads up, if this is your first time here or you don't want to hear about kind of the, how to support the show and keep it going to 12 episodes a month, uh, you, you're going to want to skip ahead about six, seven minutes or so. But, but I want to kind of give you some context in all fairness uh, about kind of, kind of, Jesus, Scoot's like a little bit more worried than normal about the future of the podcast, which I, I guess I am. But 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 I don't think worried is the right word. And I think if we, we can all circumvent our brain bots, if we look at last week and this week and just going forward as, as a grand experiment, uh, and we're just kind of doing tests here, and boy, last week's experiment worked great because so many people gave me uh, unbelievable information. So this is kind of like our podcast lab session. But I, to be honest, I am a, a little bit stressed, and it's not a new stress. So let me just put it in context. There's two things of why I'm stressed. One is, a lot, like most people know, is I work a full-time job. And then on the nights and the weekends, I do the podcast. And that's been the whole way the past two and a half years. And I want you to know this, like, plea for support. It's just not about money or numbers. It's about being able to do the 12 episodes a month and do the best 12 episodes a month I can. And right now, that's just not possible, and it hasn't been sustainable, and it's getting to the point where I just feel a little bit disingenuous kind of doing a podcast about healthy habits and not practice. I guess it's like at the end of June, I got to practice some self-care here, and there'll be some weird irony is if we can fill in this gap and find a way to make it 12 episodes a month, we can do that. But yeah, oh, strange irony would be, be like if this podcast is so successful that it puts everybody to sleep and I can't find a way to fill in this gap, then I'll have to pull back in the show just to be authentic and say, well, geez, I, I got to practice some self-care. I can still do four episodes a month or six or something. But I think if we look at it in this laboratory context, we're going to figure this out together. But but I guess the, the together part is what I need to emphasize tonight is I really need everybody's help that's listening, uh, even the silent majority. So the context was I've never shared this on the show, and I, I'm not one to share the numbers about the podcast, but I think that'll help everybody understand where I'm at. Because right now, 
we get about one and a half or two percent participation across. Like if you look at how many iTunes reviews or patrons we have, those things. And then it's a lot smaller participation number when it comes to sponsors or the Amazon link. But just to be clear, like I've never shared this before, but every episode of Sleep With Me gets downloaded by 70,000 people. And those are numbers that are filtered for for noise. And and that also, it's more than 70,000. But if I kind of am conservative about it, we get listened to at least 70,000 times or downloaded 70,000 times. And we just came up on a, a bigger milestone across all episodes of the podcast. The podcast has just passed 10 million downloads. So across all episodes, the podcast has been downloaded 10 million times. I can't believe that. And to kind of give you like where those numbers lie, like a year ago, I think we had 2 million downloads. Now we have 10 million. And then a show that I really look up to and a person I look up to, Roman Mars, 99% of Visible just passed 100 million downloads. So that kind of gives you where we've been, 2 million, where we are now, just passing 10 million. And where I think we can get to down the road is, as I'd like to have, I'd like to get to 100 million downloads. That'd be pretty cool. And that would show the longevity of the show. We didn't go into the 70,000. When I first started the podcast, I figured that it was highly unlikely that it could get to 30,000 listeners. But that at 30,000, that's where people said, oh, geez, you could make a living at a podcast, a once a week podcast at around 30 or 40,000 listeners. And now we're at 70,000. And to kind of go to the 3,500 club that I opened with, like, that's kind of a magic number for the show, I think, because we get 70,000 listens or downloads. And a lot of you listen more than once, but that's not too important. So 5% of uh, 70,000 is 3,500. Also, the show within the first uh, 36 to 48 hours gets listened, downloaded 35,000 times. So it's like 10% of that. That's 3,500 is the number of patrons I'll need uh to keep the show at 12, 12 episodes a month uh, to transition full-time. And I guess, like, uh, th- if if we had 3,500 people following up with patrons and looking into it, I'm trying to choose awesome products people are going to be interested in. So I'm sure that many people trying out the product, testing out the free trial, looking into it would convert to a, some sales that would make a— it worked. It's not about getting a sponsor. It's getting a regular sponsor that's going to sponsor the show once a month or twice a month or something like that. Uh, so they, they it would be they would know it's worth their investment. And actually, if, if thirty five hundred people were to slowly tell people they know to spread the word, I think if we can get the show to a hundred thousand regular listeners, it seems like that's where it's going to be. We we, we need to get to, or that's my goal to get the show to where it's like, okay, this is definitely, this show's going to keep going at 12 episodes a month for as long as we can do it. So I was thinking of this idea of 3,500 clubs, because I know not everybody can support the show at Patreon, but I would hope 5% of you could support the show at somewhere between $1 and $20. And I know not everyone is interested in, in buying something from a sponsor, but I would hope 3,500 of you are, uh, or more, you know, checking products out. I would hope I could get at least 3,500 of you to actively, regularly spread the word about the show. And I know there's there's tons of people that are already involved in the show, but the, it's it's apparent that there's this gap. And I think it's just a matter of using this lab to figure out why. It's not about shame or right or wrong or anything. Right now is the time that I need to build this momentum so that we can keep making the show. And, you know, we could get 3,500 people using the Amazon, like whatever it is. So I just need to ask as many of you out there as possible, the majority of listeners in all honesty, that if you get value out of the show, you use the show to fall asleep or you listen to it regularly on a weekly basis, I need you to join one of these 3,500 clubs. And just think of a way if you could do a weekly way to support the show, like telling a couple people a week or writing a comment or doing an iTunes review or whatever it is. Uh, we need, I need your help to close this gap here and get more people involved in the show so we can keep making it. So, again, I just got to say, if you, regular, if you value the show, I need you to take, take action or to tell me why you're not. And I think that was what I heard from last week. Everybody said, well, you need to— 
we're all falling asleep, so let's find some new ways to remind people. But And this is more about the context and actually the need. Like I say, okay, if we can get these reminders going, can we get this momentum building? And I don't know if there's a way to organize it, so it's up to you. Like I've been saying the past couple weeks, the future of the podcast is really in your control. You that's listening right now, not all the other people listening. It's really in your control. Yeah, because this is the campfire most of the listeners gather around. 70,000 people. How, how unbelievable is that? And I'm so grateful for that. You know, there's no other place that all listeners gather. And I'm the one that's lucky enough to be able to tell the stories around this campfire. And that's what I really want to keep doing. And I want to be able to do it, I guess, in a healthy way. That That's where this, uh, I guess, angst or whatever, or anxiety or freak out, that's the word I use. Because uh, right now I can keep doing it, you know, and then transition part-time from my job and, then, you know, figure it out over the next six months. But I had to make a deal with myself, the little kid inside me or whatever, say, okay, by June I'll make a decision for you, you know. I'll take, I got to take better care, care of you. And, again, I don't want everybody's brain bots either. It's, this is an experiment, and let's just see how it goes. Um. And I don't know, there's never been a right or wrong way to do this podcast. But if you give value to the show, I, I've got to get you more involved. It's as simple as that, uh, to keep being able to make this show. In one of those ways, if we can get to 100,000 listeners, that's going to be a big help. If we can get to 3,500 patrons, that's going to like be the foundation of the show. And if we can get regularly renewing sponsors because they know, hey, people are going to check out our product. We know we've got a good product. Scooters vetted us. So it'll be worth the listener's time to look into the products. That's the way. Those are the three most important things. But there's plenty of other ways to help out the show. Uh, but but I, I need your help. So this is just, it's not a desperate call because we have some time here to build this momentum. And if there's any other reasons why... Or, or other things they can do. But I guess I got to ask the majority of you that are listening, I need a little bit of your help because I love making this show so much. I, I feel so grateful to be able to do it. And I just want to be able to do it, I guess, in a, in a more healthy way. And it just, I can't, I can't make 12 episodes. It could, in work a full-time job, I could probably make four episodes with the, the editors working. So let's, I know we can do this together. And you've given me the courage. Are you kidding me? Two years ago, and this is outside my comfort zone still, but I'm willing to risk it. You know, part of me is like, oh, you should be ashamed. You're asking for help or, you know, you're going to get in trouble or whatever. But that's how important this show is to me. I'm so far out of my comfort zone. But it's because I trust you and because of last week's reaction in the groundswell of support of saying, hey, try this, try this. Hey, I'm a memory expert. Hey, I work in Ivy League schools department about this stuff. Or, hey, I've read all these books. Holy moly. Or, hey, I just saw this idea while I was in the shower. So so I, I, I'm trying, I, I don't know, I guess I'm trying to, I'm, I'm pushing a little bit here. And that's not something I've ever been good at or, but this show, that's how important it is to put, keep putting you to sleep. And I think this is what works, this 12 episodes Three episodes a week. We've got to two two episodes of Sleep is Strange a week. I've been doing this show for over 380 episodes. So that's it. It's, I guess this is an extended uh, request for help. And to, so tomorrow morning, you know, let me know if there's anything else, you know, I'm not thinking of or not addressing. But tomorrow morning when you put on your shoes, remember to think, oh, geez, why am I putting on these clown shoes? Oh, I need to join a 3500 club. And all you got to do is just act, say, okay, I'm going to start spreading the word about the show, or I'm going to use the Amazon link, or write an iTunes review, and just, just keep going. I'll keep being here. I'll keep sending the lulls and the dulls. But if you, and, and I won't do an extended thing like this again, but, but I just wanted to put it all in context for you. All right. Thank you so much. This has been such an honor. The only reason this is precious to me, because all of you are precious to me. And I've just seen other things have to shut down just this week. This uh, podcasting news site, the Timber, shut down because. And I said, "Geez, I, I, I guess I got to push. I got to go outside my comfort zone here." So, so thank you so much. Thank you for the ideas, and thanks for the opportunity for me to grow. 
and, and to test this out, okay? And uh, thank you. Hey, evil night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. I'm on the shores of Onondaga Lake, and this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What we'll do is use uh, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, slow turns and distractions. Uh, basically, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever is keeping you up at night. I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever that thing is, whether it's thinking, feeling physical sensations, just noise, travel, whatever it might be that's uh, keeping you from getting to sleep. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to send my intention to try to take your mind off of stuff and help you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. And right now I'm recording uh, on location, Syracuse, New York, actually Salve, New York, I think. On the shores of a lake from my childhood, uh, Lake Onondaga, I started to laugh because my mind went blank. If this is your first time here, we don't do all our episodes on location. We, uh, I'm just with my family now, and uh, we try, we're trying to watch a sunset here. And that's a wonderful distraction, you know, a sunset. Maybe distraction's the wrong word, but... A wonderful thing to bring your attention into. You you start to watch it and the sky changes and the sun slowly sets and night comes. But it's a slow, slow process. But it's a process we can't control. It, it happens. And then it happens. I guess it happens every day. So it's tough to come up with a good metaphor for that. And now... I'm just noticing we were going for a walk, and now they're walking back towards me. So I'm going to keep walking here. Hopefully that doesn't distract you. But I hope I can take your mind off of stuff just the right amount. Like, that's the whole thing with this podcast. Like, you watch a sunset, and maybe you get a couple breaths, or you look up at the moon right now, three-quarters moon. Is it waxing? Is it waning? I wish I could answer that question. It sounds like it sounds like a it was cut from the Willy Wonka song. Is it waxing? Is it waning? Uh, grab some paint and let's start painting. And normally these uh, intros are a bit longer, but you know this whole podcast is just taking mind off stuff. I just happen to be in town here for some family stuff, and I figured it'd be fun to try to get some episodes down and get them recorded. So, uh, I'm going to roll into the next part of this show, and uh, thanks for stopping by. I really hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep, and I appreciate your time, thanks. Oh, and by the way, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepingpodcast.com. Older episodes are there, you can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepingpodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter, or on Facebook. Uh, I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edits our episodes and does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. Uh, we got a Facebook group, supermoonpodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank all our moderators over there. Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Lie to Lie, Alexandra and Laura. And I want to thank Latitude on our subreddit. Uh, you can go over to sleepingmepodcast.com slash reddit and if you want to support the show at a couple dollars a month one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month uh, really all we're looking for is a three dollar uh, donation average so if you can help out at whatever level you can help out at if you get value out of the show if you can be one of those uh, 300 people we're looking for this month to help the show out that'd be great, it'll help me keep making uh, 12 episodes a month Hey, thanks for your time, and let's get on to the show. Okay. I am headed into the woods. I am headed into the woods of my youth. 
following my brothers. I'll attempt to walk slow. I hear my footsteps as I walk through the woods of my youth. My brothers are waiting for me, crossing through my neighbor's backyard with the greenhouse, talking into a mic, headed towards the legendary Minnesota's house, white with black shutters, just as it is in my dreams, crossing Minnesota's backyard. I forgot there's a, I guess a pit for burning garbage or grilling once that we thought was a sacrificial oh, I hear that strange bird I think it's just for garbage burning but Miss Otis has a long uh, yard hilly leaf strewn but the new homeowner seems to have mowed it with two of my brothers, Ken and Ted, they're ahead of me, wondering what the best entry point to the wood woods is. I dropped my phone. Oh, now I'm panicking. And now I stand on the precipice of the woods, ready to enter. Though it's spring, the woods are stark and gray. Little green poking through the ground. The leaves are some are bone white. The trees are bare. I think I did a little, very little uh, woodsing in these woods back then. In the, I guess in the winter would be cool. You can hear the buzzing of an insect, a bee, or a some other buzzing insect. Now I'm on the verge of a a wall, an old wall. When I was a lad, I wondered if uh, revolutionary soldiers hid behind this wall. Say did heroic acts, but now I probably realize that it's just a way to divide property lines. Some moss growing on the wall, stones piled, leaves covering it. And now as I head down this small gully that runs behind Houses to the left above on a hill and houses to the right at the bottom of the gully. I see one of the best parts of playing in the woods. Tipped over trees you can climb on and pretend you're an Ewok when you're when I was a kid. So we're here in the wilds of Syracuse, New York. Early spring, a warm day. Feels warm, but the trees, they look like they're cold because they're naked, you know, naked trees. In front of me now is a large tipped over tree. Was this a tree that's been here so long that I climbed on it? Uh, it's possible. It's probably likely. There's a little, couple stumps underneath it. Just enough for a couple kids to sit and chat or read comic books. Imagine. I don't know what the kids today imagine. They still imagine revolutions and fighting for the North. And the, uh, in another, I don't think any of the Civil War took place up here. I don't even know, probably in this spot here, if there was any revolutionary action. Do they imagine... They're with uh, the characters from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Or maybe they're a budding brother and sister because this tree has a big opening at the bottom where you could just imagine 
small animals, little bear cubs living. Maybe a young moss lover, child who loves mosses and lichen. Who likes when I make jokes like I'm liking lichen? This is the sound of me stepping over a tree. Those of you that are the detailed listeners of the podcast will remember when my sister, brother, and I climbed into a, a temporary pond that had gathered, and I'm on a small ridge overlooking that pond. It's dry now, but you can see the basin. You can see that it was recently filled with snow that melted and either evaporated or sunk beneath the earth. And for your enjoyment, I'll descend now into this pond, this pond basin. I don't know if the same crabby older woman is uh, hiding in her house watching me with a microphone, black bag, cords, a strange outfit on. Mostly uh, pajamas I've cropped together from clothes I could find. Some smacked short and a shirt, shorts and a shirt. Ah, sound of a acorn falling from a tree. And here I go down the banks of this pond. A giant tree is overturned here in the pond area. You can see where... Oh, I see a... I see a squirrel. Maybe you could just hear it. There's a bird calling. And here I go down the banks of the pond. Now in the more loamy... Wet earth of the... Was recently kissed by holy moly. But what I found here is one of the uh, um, Christmas gifts that uh, people that say, "Yeah, oh, I kind of thought of a gift for you back when I was little." It was a plastic bowling set. You can hear it here. It's a little AMSR action. I'm, I'm tapping on a plastic bowling ball. I found in the bottom of a pond I once talked my brother and sister to going into in our underwear and we got grounded for many, many years. I only had water once in my use. But it, you can hear it. Um, so it's a, a plastic bowling ball about the size smaller, bigger than an orange, smaller than a grapefruit. And it would come with a few bowling, plastic bowling pins. And you would either use it, you know, you wouldn't really use it for bowling except for once or twice. Unless you're very industrious. But yeah. There's a mangled uh, bike tire here and a figure eight. Oh man, this is an old one here. How about I touch some bark? How about that? You want to get ASMR on me here. That's the sound of dried bark on an overturned tree. Oh, I can see the spot where my brother and sister and I went in. I'm on the other side of the pond now. Beside the one who's screaming at us and saying, I called your mother. And I'm thinking this tree was here the whole time. Crossing the pond again, recrossing it. Uh, returning to the shore where... I first said, hey, one day I'm going to go in this pond and, you know, get leeches on me like the guys in uh, Stand By Me. Really a lot of uh, overgrowth here. This is a spot here. There's two trees at the uh, edge of the pond. That's where we put laid our clothes so we climb down the bank into the pond. I can see the lowest point of the pond from here, where we would have uh, set off on our adventure. 
can't say I feel very much other than uh, wondering you know, what, what just, I mean that soil must be very drain, you know, drain drain heavy but yeah I mean it must be very yeah I'm, I'm standing in soil now I'm sinking looks like uh, wild strawberries or something are growing My brothers are up on a hill above me, searching for tennis balls. Tennis court stands and beyond them. And here are the leaves. And this is another spot from my youth here. Oh, bed frame. This is another... This was where the path was the most worn in. There's a big rock here. I never named the rock, but this is a good rock for uh, having... Pretending we were having meetings... For, you know, during the revolutionary war we were fighting. And pretending it was our camp or our sentry point. And I don't know, I guess somebody would drank a beer here recently. Could have been me. The last time I said, yeah. Let me tuck, tuck, pull up the old nostalgia blanket here. But I'm headed up another hill now. Yeah, I'm at the peak of a hill now. Bumblebee. Just caught in beams of light. It's making its way from leaf to dried leaf. Not sure why or what. I wish I was a bumblebee expert. Just lazily bouncing along. I've lost sight of the bumblebee as a breeze picks up. Probably due to the lack of uh, cover. People are watching me from their homes wondering what I'm doing. Luckily my brother's in the fire department, but they could be contacting the weirdo authorities, I guess would be... Oh, there's another tennis ball. But now I'm going to make it my way up a ridge. You may hear me. This is a good stick area, lots of sticks for making your revolutionary weapons. Strange, a piece of thing on the ground looks a bit like a piece of corn on the cob. Not sure what it is really. Now we're into a further section of the woods. A little bit more boring section, at least as far as uh, childhood memories go. One last hill to investigate, but I don't know if there's anything really to see beyond there, so I'm gonna probably you know, caught in one of these sticks. Oh, I just saw I saw something cool. A flat rock. Giant flat rock. The other thing out here are salamanders. I don't know what salamanders do in the wintertime though. We used to come out here and flip over rocks and see salamanders. And, you know, that's cool when you're a kid to see what, I mean, to me, it was an exotic wild animal, salamander. Not dangerous, but in its wild environment. Usually it would result in dropping a uh, rock on your toe for me. Okay, we're being tracked now by strangers. You can hear them. Might be neighborhood kids or, uh, you know, interested homeowners saying, what is this man doing? This man... Boy, man. They don't know that, though. They could actually think I'm uh, a strange man. Well, that'd be correct, too. One of these backyards is my cousin's backyard now. And the house... Uh, I guess I didn't mention this on my paper route episode, but the house... Uh, my cousin lives in was the best tippers on my entire paper route. And they had pretty good candy, too. I think the house was built on plans from Frank Lloyd Wright. Or in some way it was connected to Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright. Interesting. Or at least I remember when they were trying to sell it, it was... I found a cinder block here, and cinder blocks are always always good places for uh, 
action with toys or you know when you're older and you think a cinder block is actually a good place to hide adult uh, uh, magazines not that you know I'm not looking for that right now but I've moved the cinder block and there's no salamanders or adult magazines or G.I. Joe figures uh, oh here's a good thinking log I think I'll sit here my brothers are cleaning the woods up so rest, my, rest easy if you're worried about me being harassed by tennis ball throwing ruffians. They're woods cleaning, tennis ball throwing jerk faces. Uh, I've just had a seat on the thinking. You know, let's just listen to those two talk. Yeah, they caught me trying to listen in. They haven't given me a to release form, so. But here I am, sitting on a, looking down through brambles and branches. This tennis balls fly in my direction. Uh, down at the pond. Another tennis ball. In between, in the center of the route of my paper route. In the center of my paper route, I guess you'd say. I was also thinking, you know, what might be very... ASMR is me stroking some moss. Uh, so let's go ahead and stroke some moss. Let's do a little more sitting and thinking, chatting, jets flying overhead. We have peaceful bird noises, brothers cleaning the woods noises. And the distant spring air, warm, unseasonably warm spring day in the 60s here. You can hear people talking and playing and, you know, doing yard stuff in the distance. Maybe I can just hear little Andy uh, talking to his brother. Hey, come on. Let's just go in. Just take your clothes off. Uh, What could possibly go wrong? Well, no, I'll go in first. Oh, and then I go in. Oh, my goodness. This uh, strange, tepid pond with tons of sticks and barbed wire and and the woman. Oh, this is the best. Oh, look, I can do a backstroke here. Come on in, you two. I don't think Mom would like... Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Mom will never find out. How would she possibly know? You know, I'll just leave my door here in the woods. Okay, I think it's time to stroke some moss. So here it is. It's silent, but you'll, so you'll have to trust me. But this is the sound of a man petting moss. Yeah, if that doesn't get you in the uh, right in the AMSR, ASMR, my inability to pronounce enunciate. Oh, my brother almost slipped there. He doesn't think anybody saw it. I did. He recovered well. Can you hear noises in the distance? Probably an unruly mob of uh, former customers of my paper out. Caught wind I'm in town. Gathering. Going door to door. Saying, let's, 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 well, Andy's in town. Remember? Worst paper deliverer that ever delivered papers. Now I'm just at a distance here. My two brothers are on another thinking log. Hunched over their phones. Now one's sitting up straight, the other hunched over his phone. Oh, I just, let's see, let's just check this rock here. I see a good rock for, uh, what do I think? What are those things called again? Newt. Maybe they're newts. They're not chameleons, because I remember that. Come on, come on, change color. Salamanders. They're amphibious, I believe. Breathe through their skin. Okay, I have a rock up. There's And there is a salamander under here. And it's peaceful. He's. He, he. It's a salamander's red stripe right down the middle. Black on the sides and the legs. Rusty stripe. 
and I just returned it to its uh, its rock, to its proper place to leave it alone. You can stand here and listen to a couple bird calls. There's not many leaves, so the wind as it blows through here gently. It's just a light, tiny, crinkly rustle on the leaves on the ground. Where I stand here, there's ivy poking through. Not the itchy ivy, but the ivy with the lavender flowers. Honeysuckles, I'm not sure if that's what they're called, but you can pluck them out and suck on them. They have a sweet taste. There's another rock pile here I'm heading towards. A lot of rocks just generally strewn about. I don't know if that's from the Big Bang or people just throwing them, you know, down the hill. Uh, this looks like something was digging here once upon a time. I'm gonna take a step into it. Oh boy, let's hear that. It's got some depth to it. This is a pile. Could be a natural pile, doesn't look natural to me. And I don't know if this is the people we pushed out, you know, that once, uh, made their homes in Onondaga County, the Onondagas. But, uh, you know, I guess I should learn more about the county history. You know, where does this wall come from? Who made this rock pile? How many different kinds of moss are there? Could I make a living just as an ASMR artist on YouTube, stroking moss? What rating would a video have if it was called The Man Who Stroked Moss? Now my two brothers are excavating something, or excavating, excavating I believe. They're onto something. Yeah, they're digging through the leaves. Yeah, they found the bowling pins I think that go with this bowling ball. Now you can hear them talking in the background for an extra layer. I'm here by an old log. It's got holes bored in it or uh, that have leaked in it over the years. The, I, I think this log is older than I, but uh, it's got some bird uh, droppings on there. No bark. I guess, you know, even this is lulling suit. Balance is an important thing with sleep and life. Balance is not uh, something I'm good at, so why don't I try to silent, like, not silent, you know, lullingly balance and walk on a log. What could possibly go wrong? So I'm on the log, and I'm walking. I feel a bit like uh, one of Robin Hood's less merry men. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a friar either. But yeah, I'm walking along towards the end of the log. Then I'll attempt a, uh, a 180 degree turn. Here I am at the end of the log. Turning, turning. And I'm going to make my way to the end of the log again. One step at a time. Letting my body balance itself. Heading to the end of the log where my brothers chat. Doing another 180 degree turn. Walking again. Getting slightly too confident in my ability to balance because I'm going to switch to yet another log. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, these are the things you do after 20 minutes in the little woods. Oh, he's transferred. Whoa. But yeah, now I'm, I have a foot on each log. Uh, stra I'm straddling a couple logs because uh, now I'm back on the I'm on the new log. I'm not back on the old. Yeah, I'm balancing and I'm walking. This log is smushier. Just kind of log you don't want to find out. 
crumbles underneath you. Now this log here, I've transferred to yet another log, has some white growth on it. Huh. Some sort of ancient white growth. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's growing on the log. It's not moss. It's not bird droppings. It's something else entirely. Something ancient. Is it something... Some ancient form of life that I, I don't want to step on it, so I had to step off the log. That's why I stepped off, not because I lost my balance. Holy ASMR uh, jackpot. Just seeing the most furriest thing in my life. Uh, listen, to, listen to me stroke this. Why don't we continue our ASMR edition? Lecture won't be bineural, but we can continue our ASMR with me crinkling some leaves. You can just hear my brothers chattering in the distance. In the far distance, I can hear a happy kid playing on the hillside somewhere. Oh, it's a swing set. I can just see it through the trees. The father that'll soon be calling the police. He sees three men emerge from the woods, one with a silver thing held to his face. That'll be fine. I made my way over to the old wall. The one, you know, I think, make up history about. There's an interesting smell here. Nice woodsy smell that I just quite can't quite can't quite identify. You can hear the joyous swinging going on. Boy, I think I see an old piece of a vehicle and another wonderfully flat, big rock. I'm gonna make my way over there. Now I'm standing on a giant flat rock. I mean giant. Looks like it was carved out of the raw material of our planet. Um, I'd say ten inches around, but it's not a circle. Ten inches, no, no, ten feet. And about three feet thick. It's got some two kinds of moss growing on. Maybe passed away moss and Maybe three cans. Let's do a little close-up here. Oh, yeah. I've never looked up at moss this close, even when I was stroking the moss. There's, uh... Some human hair-looking moss and tight curly curls. And you have some fresh green moss. Uh, that's more bulbous. I should have brought a looking glass with me. And then some older, uh... I'd say pine tree-style moss... And on the side of this, you have some uh, blackish moss. Almost like a moldy moss. Ah, moss. Wonderful to say. Wonderful to touch. Pretty, pretty, pretty darn nice to look at. And one day I'll make my bed in moss. You know, once I get clearance that there, it's a good idea. Another thing about the woods is, you know, when you're... Watering in the woods, is you'll find car parts, and you say, "What the heck?" Because uh, where we are now is far from a road, but not so far. But you still, you wonder what, how the hell, how the hell it looks like a front. Uh, yeah, it's a front left side of a vehicle. Maybe it's a tractor uh, where I would go above the wheel here, rusted. Abandoned and about to be the victim of some ASMR action. Yeah, that's some rusty tapping. Yeah, this is the rusty tapping cast. So I don't think that gets a little too ASMR y. Now we're gonna do some uh, bonus. I'm gonna walk back down away from the wall here. Alright, so I'm 
walking on the side of the, the wall ends for a second it's just a mound here um, not far from the vehicle oh boy this is a little bit of a work to get up that hill so maybe not everybody builds walls in there but you know some people do you know I'm a builder of uh, walls myself but I'm trying to change that fact here I am I'm going a few more steps on this wall uh, maybe you'll hear some rocky rock action some stones as I step I'm stepping I'm doing some stone stepping there's an old piece of metal fence there I guess I'll be exiting the woods in my use I hope uh, you get a nice uh, dose of the woods in my use my brothers have two full garbage bags, so they're the real heroes. Uh, they also weren't heroic enough to get me with a tennis ball. So there's that. But yeah, we exit the woods. I wouldn't say that was a nostalgic journey. Uh, I guess because I was recording. It's a good another yet another good way to repress my feelings, but also... Just to say, I'm looking at it with a totally different set of eyes and a, a totally different mind in some sense. But also, I'm still the same person. And it's just such a darn beautiful day here. Uh, that, uh, man, especially for it to be so wintry. Uh, tree-wise, but this yard I'm in now, I can see little green buds everywhere. So spring has dawned, I guess. And the early morn has uh, rolled in. And I guess, uh, I don't know, I don't have another one for sprung, or sprang, or springing. I approached the back of Mrs. Otis's old house. Oh, I forget there was a... Well, it's upon the time there was a treehouse here. Predated Mrs. Otis. And we were kind of banned from using it, but we still did. And then up through the Moore's backyard. We used to use another yard, but that yard access is cut off now. As I make my way through the yard, picking up speed, if so, I don't get yelled at by anybody. Now I'm in my parents' backyard, standing in a spot um, where my two favorite trees used to be. We lost them years ago. Uh, but, well, I was already in California, but uh, late winter storm that took down a huge amount of trees in Syracuse and the surrounding area. But uh, I think it was a 7th or 8th grade crush at the top of that tree. It was engraved there. Spent a lot of time at the top of that tree, climbing as high as I could, just like a young Bran. And thinking up there, listening to my house. It was another place of escape for me, of thrills, of climbing higher and higher. And it was a thick pine tree. There's two. The left one on the left was better for climbing. But I could climb up there and you know really, it was uh, so many branches you really didn't have to worry about uh, the danger but you could get the height. It was probably twice as high as my parents' house. I could see. I could think. And I could wonder. So that's it. I don't know if you can pick up any of these beautiful bird sounds everywhere. Yeah, I'm working on the... Uh, brought the podcast to say thank you. I'm going to have one working on this. I'm working on a, one of the big companies packing their orders. 
Oh, here comes a wander. Back then. Matthias. Uh, one of those goes in this box. Oh, these are labels. Uh, Susan P. That's going too. Luella B. That one looks like a toy. Uh, Heidi N. That's a book. Uh, ben T. He's getting a, a, a case of tea. Uh, David H. It looks like a rocking chair. Well boxed, though. Uh, Jillian. You're getting some Jello. Uh, Joe Coffee. There's a, he's making these stores make a lot of sense. Diane's getting some hiking boots. Uh, Pat G. Some Gatorade. Uh, Jen. Uh, she's getting some Genesee cream, cream Ale. I didn't even know you could ship that. Michael C. A nice blankie. Uh, Leslie is getting a maraca. That's interesting. Uh, KDR to the M to the S is uh, getting a stenciling kid. Uh, Gabe B is getting a cake. I didn't know you could ship cakes from here. Well, uh, same day delivery. Uh, Jeff C's getting some soup. Uh, Stephanie R is getting a Roomba. Uh, John L. is getting a copy of the, the Every Far Side book. Good taste. Uh, Bruce F. is getting some uh, fizzy stuff. Uh, David S. is, is getting an ice sculpture kit. HP. is getting a, a raspberry pie. What a list of stuff going on. This is a great job. I'm glad they said I could podcast during it. I'm not actually packing it. I'm supposed to be packing stuff, but I have to hold the mic, so... I won't be uh, working here very long. Uh, David H. is, is getting some tagless teas. Uh, Colette. Uh, a calendar. That almost rhymes. Wolene is getting a pen kit. Uh, David P. is getting a uh, karaoke set. Uh, Margo is getting the... Uh, the uh, Big guide of embargoes. Okay. Uh, looks like Brian here is, is getting uh, a, a game operation. Uh, Allison is getting the big book wise. Uh, Jill L is getting a uh, guide to paper airplanes. Uh, Kelsey uh, K is getting Kelsey Grammer's autobiography. That's interesting. Hattie. Uh, she's, get, she's getting those things you uh, stick your fingers in and they get locked in. Uh, Daniel F. is getting a uh, guide to breakdancing. And then Patty R., this is a Patty with a Y, she's getting uh, parachute pants. Oh, these must be packing pants. Or Lisa L. is getting uh, Zumba pants. But, or Zuba pants. Oh no, William W. is getting Zuba Lisa L is getting Zumba pants. And Caitlin O is getting those ones that uh, they always see. I say, what is that, Omega? Are those Omega pants? And they say, please don't talk to me. They say, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I can't, I'm just wondering. Uh, Mary Kay is getting some culottes. Cool, cool That's good for the spring. Uh, Josh is getting a pair of, uh, what is it called, Gabardine? Is that Gabardine? Sorry, go where I'm not supposed to talk to my coworkers, I guess, but yeah, some gabardine pants. Uh, Sarah A is getting an ascot. Uh, Brandon S is getting a guide to branding. So I mean, he's looking at starting a brand, Brandon's brand. Uh, Joshua K is getting a mystery snack pack. Molly M is 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 getting one of those magic eight balls. Uh, Sheila S. is getting a butterfly appreciation kit. That's by Bernie Butterfly. No butterfly nets included. Uh, Lisa E. is getting Sheila E.'s autobiography. Ariel G. is getting Gymnast autobiography. This must be autobiographies. Michael T. to the L. is getting... Uh, Jan Michael Vincent's. That's got to. I, I might have to keep this one for myself. Uh, Duncan B is getting the uh, 
The Buster Brown shoe story. That's interesting. Miss Amy. It doesn't say this. I don't know what's in that box. It went by too fast. Patrick D to the D to the R. That is getting a, a Connect 4 kid. Uh, Nicholas T is getting a Nickel Collection Guide kid. Amy T uh, is getting a Scale Model Railroad of the Boston T system. Lane C is getting a. Uh, they've speeded up the system. David B is getting it. Looks like it looked like a, a whack a mole kid. Rider H is getting a Red Rider. Ben G. They're just sending him a stack of Benjamins. That's sweet. Sue W. She's being. She, oh no, that's a. Uh, Sue. I can went by too fast. Christine D. They went by too fast. She, Shelly V. Is your Shelly Winters? This is weird. This is a Shelly Winters autobiography. Guadalupe. Uh, B. Like I said, Art Paul H. Uh, I think that was a 4-H guidebook. Lord V. Andy M. That just went by. Oh, this is really speed. I mean, I think I'm probably going to get to work here much longer. Anna K. Got a historical uh, relevance of the word okay. A word is not one word. Okay, I guess Autumn A. Uh, your guide to leaves. Any Ang. Uh, your guide to mysterious names. Uh, Brendan P. And is that one by Mark E. Uh, that was just a Mark. Really. Someone has said Mark and E on the next box. Max box is Scotty H. Uh, o to the Z. Like it was whatever was in that box. It said Jeff S. Okay, that one by Jackie. Jackie got Jack A's autobiography. Mick B to the S. Uh, he got a Mick Jagger. Okay, so this is Mick back. Okay, Rachel C. She's Rachel Dratch has a book out. That's great. Miranda A. She had got a box of books by Miranda. That's a popular author's name. Dylan with a Y. They got books by Dylan. Shelley. Uh, Shelley Winters autobiography. Okay, this is doable now. Uh, Josh R. got Josh Groban's book. Uh, Thousand Grobins. Uh, still going strong. Uh, Jody B. Oh, Jody Sweeten's got a book. That's great. Chelsea M. She got your guide to uh, roller skating on Chelsea. Okay. Rebecca B. Rebecca remains stainless. Okay. Carl D. Oh, my brother Carl. He didn't even know he had a book. Oh, he's handwritten. Teresa S. Mother uh, Mother Teresa. Uh, Blair H. Oh, that went by fast. I think it was something about L.A. Law, though. Sam T. Uh, I think that, uh, that went by fast. I think it was the guy with the mustache on uh, Bugs Bunny. Uh, Duncan C. Oh, book by Sandy Duncan. Great. Uh, Derek M. You think that was about a reality show? Went by fast. J.A. I, I, that one it looked like it was a J. I think it was just a J and A in a box. Uh, Sarah C. My life without an H. I don't know who wrote that. Uh, Tina uh, J. Tina Yothers book. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Karen R. To the B. Uh, the book about Ruby Bridges. That's a good book. Uh, Bridget L. Uh, it's a book by Bridget Nielsen. Stephanie T. Uh, another good book, book about tea, World of Tea. Uh, Jonathan S. That went by fast. I think it was a book by Jonathan Mann, actually. Uh, Brandon C. Uh, I think it was a book about Brandon. Uh, Cohen R. That was a book about the Cohen brothers. Another Dylan with a Y. Uh, that's a, another box of books by Dylan. Oh, no, that was music. Mute, mute, written music. Alex S. Uh, the chess books. Uh, when it, you know. uh, Lindsay S. Uh, got a book. Governors named Lindsay. There's a book about it. Uh, Sydney S Y D N E Y. 
That was the name of the book. I didn't see who was by, but it had the dashes. That's a good way to do an autobiography. Uh, Philip M. Box of Philip Marlowe books. Uh, Shannon A. Uh, I think that book was about the woman married to that uh, guy and the kiss guy. Gene Simmons. Allison W. Uh, that was a book about the, that the song was about her. Uh, Jeff B. I think that's Jeff Foxworthy's book, uh, uh, A Thousand Fox Tales. Uh, Gail T. Henry Gale's uh, a fan fiction book about Henry Gale from Lost. Uh, Quinn G., that book's called You're Not Seen Nothing Like the Mighty Quinn. Uh, Whacked M. Uh, my Life's a Whack-A-Mole. Wow, that, I wonder if that, that's interesting. Emily B. I was stuck in high school with Scooter. Uh, Emily, this is about Emily I went to school with. Oh, boy. Uh, Sue D. Uh, this, uh, you're one on Survivor, the Sue Hawk story. Oh, Sue Hawk's got a book. And then finally, Aditya. And hers is the autobiography of Peter Venkman from the Ghostbusters. That's a book. I'm going to take, I'm taking this book. She's not going to get it. I'm going to read it. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks everybody for the support. Thank you patrons so much. And good night.